Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Who's Bringing Wine. I'm Megan. And I'm Abigail. And we are back again and I'm also cooking again. <laughs> making just basic tomato soup and grilled cheeses tonight. But hey, that's good. It, it smells delicious in here. <laughs> well, and it's very chilly outside finally. Yes. Which I'm not real happy about. But anyway, we figured um, we would make something simple and have a nice little evening while we're recording. But uh, Abby as uh something to tell us yeah i have a funny little story from this week that kind of brings us into our conversation um for tonight um so after all of this conversation you know i have not been on plenty of fish so the other <laughs> night i decided i'm gonna try this out because there really hasn't been anybody on tinder or bumble lately. well and i'm afraid she got on there because of my influence that i actually did get on there but and she found somebody and well oh my god how in the world she found somebody i'm not sure listen that's why i've been on and off three times yes because when she it's said rough. it's overwhelming it's overwhelming i mean it is and the fact that anybody can talk to you is just, it, it's a mess. It's awful. It's awful. So I did get on and had the same experience she had with multitude of messages, hundreds of messages. It's, it's at ridiculous. One time. It is. And, and it's people that, you know, never, never would have, like, I mean, it's, we're not, we're not being ugly by any means. This, I mean, they, they, have have to know that, that that I'm not going to date them like that's I mean and we're not talking about even guys our age like anybody can message you so like I mean there's 50 year olds and you know six it's 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 obnoxious and then very vulgar messages forceful um, forceful messages making up these odd provocative stories to Get, get you to engage with them it is it's ridiculous and so I did actually somehow sought out this one decent halfway decent which guy. is possible I mean it's possible she I know, didn't she, believe it until it actually happened yeah and um started kind of talking to him you know off and on and after about a week of being on Plenty of Fish, I decided I, I've got to get off of this. This is this is ridiculous. So I did message him. I didn't want to just delete my account and, and him think that I ghosted him or anything. So I um, messaged him and told him that I was going to be deleting my account um, and why and everything. And um, so... He, he messaged me right back and was like, can I please, you know, have your number or, you know, your Facebook or something where we can still message? And I said, sure. And so, um, I gave him that. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Pans. <laughs> Pans and stuff. Um, so I, I gave him that and, uh, we can, he messaged me immediately, let me know that he had, he'd gotten it and everything. So I started trying to figure out how to delete plenty of fish because <laughs> I'm going through this app and there is no like delete your account. There's no log off your account. There's no hide your account. There's no nothing. <laughs> so they want to um, trap you. Yeah. They're tra they definitely want to trap you in this thing. So I messaged him and I'm like, do you have any idea how to like delete this thing? And in the meantime, I go back on and I go into the frequently asked questions or the help section and figure out that you have to go online and you have to fill out this questionnaire thing before you can delete your account. <laughs> like so a cult. It is. It's, it's bad. Um, so I did get it deleted, but in the meantime, he, he messaged me back and, and said, um, so why do you want to get off of it so badly? 
And so I told him, you know, all the messages and things that I had gotten and that the just it was so overwhelming and I just couldn't handle it anymore. And he was like, well, it's because you're so beautiful. And at first I took that as a compliment, but more I thought about it, I was like, so he, he's blaming, I know he wasn't meaning it this way, but it was almost like he's blaming me. Like, you know, I'm good looking. So automatically guys, it's okay for them to be able to talk to me however they want to talk to me. It's the whole thing that we deal with all the time. Like, why don't you smile or what? I mean, Oh, you're so pretty. You shouldn't. It's, it's a constant putting it all on us. Mm-hmm. You know, we go on a dating site, oh, we're putting ourselves out there. We, right. we, hey, right. we're out there. So then that gives you the right to speak to us any way that you desire to, as vulgar as you want to be, as forceful, direct. I mean, the, some of the messages I got yeah. were just disgusting. It was. It is. And it's, I, mean. you know, I don't, I don't know if they're getting any reaction from people because yeah. they're not going to get one from me. No. I mean, they must be. I mean, there must be women out there that are seeking the same thing that they are seeking, and they're getting some kind of reaction out of it that they are wanting. I'm not sure, but um, it just put me off that he kind of put it on me as, well, yeah, of course you're getting those kind of messages. You're pretty. And I'm like, no, (laughs) it's not okay for them to send me messages like that just because I may be attractive to them. I mean, that's... Well, it... it yeah. I, I, I We could get all super serious about it. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. No, no. Because it actually does really piss me off a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. But it, something, you know, needs to change. The conversation needs to change. Mm-hmm. We need to be spoken to differently. I don't care if you're on Plenty of Fish, if you're on Match.com, if you're on whatever... Just because a female is on a dating site, whatever capacity that may be, does not give a man the right to treat her in a derogatory way. Right. Or it's gross. It is. It's it, just it. We are not objects. Right. And I'm I'm sick of it. Right. So I I had to get off because anybody can message you, and at least on Tinder or Bumble, you have to match. Now I've had my fair share of matches where that same thing has happened immediately the conversation goes to vulgar or sex or something i don't think i ever told you this story no about a bumble guy who was straight up i mean he has to be some 500 pound guy living in his grandmother's basement (laughs) no i'm not even kidding because his story was so like what he wrote once once i engaged with him he wrote initially and it was innocuous it was nothing it, mm-hmm. it you know it prompted me to write him back and we had matched yeah now looking back before i deleted him i looked back at his picture and realized this probably is not actually his a real picture this is like my early days yeah. on bumble we like, were still trying to figure <laughs> it out you know we weren't seasoned yet we weren't <laughs> seasoned yet i hadn't even gotten you on the sites yet yeah. you know but so i look back and i'm like evil this picture was either stolen or something yeah. like something was off after the fact of I realized who this person, what kind of person this was. Right. So he, and I'm not going to go into detail because not that we're PG at all, no. but I mean, there's a limit. Yeah. <laughs> so he engages with me. I'm like, okay, you know, and maybe it was Tinder one Bumble. Mm. And I was like, oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. You know, responded to him. Then he wrote back and he's like, do you, would you like to hear a story? 
And I was like, well, that's weird. Hmm. I was like, sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. He basically wrote me like a porno. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> what just happened? I mean, it was well written. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but I was like, well, that's great. You're very creative. Um, <laughs> You're very creative. Uh, articulate. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm going to pass. Yeah. I don't need any more. And then, it, you know, he messaged a couple of times like, what? I thought you said you wanted a story. I'm like, yeah, block. Yeah. But not that it, story. Yeah. But it was just unbelievable to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, this is a dating but site. I've never, like it was, it was Tinder. Ever- so, I mean, again, I think Bumble's better for yeah. actually finding guys who really do want relationships. Right. But, I mean, it's just this yeah. brazen sexual, like, you're on here, so mm-hmm. I'm going to use you in any way that mm-hmm. I want to. Yeah. And I'm getting my rocks off by writing porno. Yeah. Well, go get it published. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I sent you that screenshot of that guy that sent me this story of his childhood that was... Oh, my God. Please, surely honestly, not just tell it because it's so... Been, it is so ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. But, it, but the way that was written, too, it shows me that's a script. That is a script. It's a script. It's something that he's done. It's the same thing as this guy did. It is yeah. clearly like, I'm going to send this to every single female I can mm-hmm. and somebody... Is gonna respond, respond to it. To I it thought in who some way. in the world would, in their right mind, respond to this? No, in a it was a king. Way. It was a just tell he, it. Yeah, he told me. He said um, when I'm, I messaged him first actually, and he, his response this was, was Bumble. No, this was Plenty of Fish. Oh, oh, that's right. This is Plenty of Fish, that's right. and um, which makes more sense. It makes more sense. Freaky. Yeah, and. Uh, he said, oh, my God, you look just like my mother when she was younger, which kind of has a funny story if you want to hear it. And I was like, he said, oh, it kind of turns me on. Yeah. And like Aww. has a story if you want to hear it. And I was like, so I was kind of intrigued. I was like, okay. Intrigued in a, what's about to happen? Yeah. What's about to happen <laughs> kind of way. And he told me, oh, my God, I can't even almost repeat it. it you he, ha- I mean, said, it's so awful, and I want everyone to cringe with us because yeah, it is so awful. awful. He said to me that when he was younger, he was a very horny boy. Oh, and he used to crawl in his mother's bed. Oh, my God. And she would help him take care of it. And I just... And I was like... That is... One, what? One, that is not true. There, there's no way. She's molesting him. No. I mean, is that possible? Yes. But I, the way he is presenting this is clearly he is a sicko. <laughs> he is wanting some kind of reaction. Whether positive or negative, he wants a reaction. He's in for the shock value. Yeah. It's just... Well, he got he got the shock value for sure. He is the one that... Like was you my last like, straw. I'm, I'm like, I'm done. 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 I can't do this anymore. I'm out. I cannot handle this anymore. And when I questioned him, like, you you've gotta be kidding. This that can't be real. He was like, What why? Like that's a, people do that all the time. It's better that they no, do that that a, your mother helps you than going out and finding it somewhere else. No. And I'm like I did I was like block, done, off. No. I can't can't do this. No. I mean, he was, he was clearly just trying to be 
weirdo. It's yeah. so gross. So, um, <laughs> with the whole, like, Me Too movement mm-hmm. and things, like, you know, at this point in my life, I felt like we were past a lot of this as women. But I kind of feel like with the Me Too movement, a lot of it is coming to light. Well, that happened more. to me. There, there was, yeah. Now, Often I'm sorry now. to interrupt you, but yeah. I've, I mean, definitely in 2016, when everything really started coming out, happening, mm-hmm. political upheaval, just everybody kind of arguing, and just all this stuff going on. You got Bill Cosby, you got yeah. Weinstein, you got you know all this stuff, and it's more conversations started happening. Mm-hmm. And I realized as women, we do, I mean, I know I internalize a ton of stuff. Yeah. But watching this and then hearing these stories, I started thinking back to my youth, my mm-hmm. my young 20s and yep. late teens and realized, oh my God. How many times did you get your ass grabbed in high school? Oh, in ninth grade mm-hmm. biology class, the two guys sat on either side of me would break toothpicks on my ass. Mm-hmm. Daily. Yeah. Now, they were ninth grade boys who I actually was friends with, but it was, for some reason, that was okay. And for some reason, I let it be okay. Yeah. I mean, I was mad about thing, it, but it was like... We're accepting of a lot accepted of this behavior it. because it's it yeah. happens so much. It was just constant. Yeah. It was a constant yeah. thing. I mean, every day when I walked through the halls of high school, yeah. like, it was just constant thing mm-hmm. it was okay snap your bra yeah and the, you know, that's been going on forever and yet mm-hmm. it was okay mm-hmm. and it's really not okay it's not okay no I mean, if a girl did it to another girl wouldn't be okay no. so why is it okay if the guy does it right it's not no yeah i mean i i realized i mean and it was really upsetting and i'm okay about it now but if i ever see this person again i will say something yeah i mean i was drugged and and date raped my freshman year of college yeah. by someone I thought was a friend. Mm. Went as a courtesy to a holiday, his fraternity holiday party. Yeah. This is not someone I ever would have slept with. Mm-hmm. Some, not someone I ever would have dated. Right. And the night basically drove into town, got there, went up to his room by myself, got my party dress on, whatever, came downstairs, he handed me a drink, and I do not remember, except for bits and pieces, the rest of the night. Mm. I do remember stumbling up the stairs, being assisted, Mm -hmm. and I remember flashes of him on top of me, but I have no recollection of anything else. Mm. And leaving the next day feeling really ashamed and confused, and like, why would I, did I sleep with him? Did I not? Like, I don't understand... Like I just didn't get it. I didn't. Yeah. Under, I didn't. I didn't know what happened. Happened. Yeah. But I also trusted him and thought, well, I must have wanted to. Right. And you were just I, wrong. I just would, got drunk. Yeah. But by gosh, I don't remember the party at all. Right. And it took me twenty years to figure it out. To for it to dawn on me, like he fucking drugged me. Right. Well, you and, probably didn't even know about any drugs like that. Well, or, like or didn't freshman, even assume that well, that would I, happen. I would never have thought that he, of all people, people would do that. Yeah. Would have done that to me. Yeah. But he did. Yeah. I don't know how I survived high school without anything like that happening because there was plenty of 
that kind of thing going on. And the thing is, though, this guy went to my high school. He was a nice guy. Yeah. Suppo- quote, unquote. Quote, he yeah. a finger quote. Supposedly. He was supposed. That's why I felt comfortable even going with him. Right. To this party, an all-male school up in Virginia. I mean, it was just... But I think the old male school, there was a whole yeah. bro th- yeah. vibe going on in these mm-hmm. all male schools that is like well, and thinking they haven't back on females for a while. <laughs> well, they don't see them on a daily basis, that's yeah. for sure. And it, it, but it's very, it, it's yeah, it's awful. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, no, I, I when it like dawned on me, oh my god, I broke down mm-hmm. and just was so angry. And I've been angry at him for a while, but I couldn't quite figure it out right. I've never heard from him again right yeah and I haven't run into him anywhere and for his sake let's that's, hope I don't that's probably a good thing um but I you know yeah it just happens well I'm really sorry that that happened to you and you know we we probably know more people from high school and college that that's happened to you that have never come out or never spoken well, in all it, honesty, I mean, I know that you haven't actually had anything specific. Now, in terms of assault, mm-hmm. harassment's a completely different right. subject. But I don't, I can't think, I'm sure there are women in my life mm-hmm. that haven't had it. But when I just do a quick mm-hmm. kind of scan of women I know, yeah, every single one has something that's happened to them. And right. this is... It's just too common. It is. It's too, way too common. And, you know, like you said, it was 20 years later that it finally dawned on you what had happened. And, you know, we judge these women that are coming out now, the things that happened to them, you know, 20 and 30 years ago. Well, you know, sometimes it just doesn't register with you. No, it, it didn't. Until you're an adult. And I knew I was angry, yeah. which I said already. But I, I just... I couldn't put my finger on it because I just didn't understand. I didn't take the time to look at that night, sit there, think about it, break it down from moment to moment upon arrival in that town, you know, meeting him, following him to the frat house, getting there, like actually breaking down the entire evening of what I... it out. I, I was. Yeah. Yeah. And there's still a lot that I don't remember, mm-hmm. but I remember key moments that... Now, as me, an adult, you realize as an what adult, had happened. I was yeah. handed a drink, mm-hmm. and from because everything before that drink, mm-hmm. I remember right. he almost got us run over by a train. Yeah, no, literally, he crossed a train track, and a train was coming. Yeah. It didn't have bars. Uh, this is in you know freaking yeah. rural Virginia. Yeah. yeah, at a boys' school up there, and that's very vivid. Yeah, <laughs> to me, I remember that. Yeah, I mean, I saw that headlight. Yeah. But, all, you know, all these things that happened up until I got that drink. drink. Yeah. And I don't know that I even had another drink. Yeah. But that was it. So it's like it it, it kind of starts in high school. Some, sometimes younger, junior, middle school age, it can start happening, uh, especially this day and age. It seems well, like kids are maturing more, yeah. a lot faster. Oh, God, so much faster. Um, and it's happening more often, younger ages. And then it just kind of continues through our life. I mean, and, and then you get into the corporate world. And if you're anything like I was in my 20s, I worked with just about all men. And yeah, because what were you doing? I was in uh, finance yeah. at a bank. Very male-dominated. Dominated, you know, career. Um, and so it happened quite often 
there. I wouldn't go to the extent that it was, you know, sexual abuse or I would have, you know... Well, you weren't harassed. I wasn't harassed. But were you put down? But I... Comments were made. Like what? Um, Just to my... Uh, body or uh-huh. physique or things that I you was wearing or um, just and and you know in, in the finance world there's a lot of uh, parties especially around the holidays and uh. stuff and al- where alcohol was involved and things would get out of hand and you know it was just it but you know it was kind of ingrained to me that this is just the way it is it was again ne- boys will be boys yeah and, and it never men was anything that I felt like needed to be, uh, you know, told about or go to a higher power and say, you know, this happened or whatever. Um, And then there was a, you know, a fear factor there. Like, you know, you go back to the, you know, like that was a friend of yours. Well, these were my colleagues. These were people I worked with every day and that I respected, quotes. Yeah, air quotes. quotes. And then, you know, things like that would happen. So you well, almost, you like, the brush guilt. them off. You now have you the have the guilt. guilt of, if I say anything, I'm going to ruin their career. Their career, their and family. It, their, and and yeah. you, you'd second-guess yourself, like, did did what happened really happen? Or am I imagining it? Did or, I provoke it? Did, yeah, right. Did yeah. I do something wrong? Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, you didn't. Right. You were born and had breasts. Yeah. And <laughs> able to reproduce. Yeah. And carry... <laughs> And that's the only thing you did wrong. Right. So, you know, it happens, you know, even going into career and, you know, even just in the smallest instances, like, um, you know, I volunteer a lot um, in construction. um, And every time I go, I always have to kind of prove myself. Because you do have that for humanity Mm -hmm. a lot. A lot. And um, I wouldn't say, you know, you know, well, I would say I'm very skilled. At, well, no, I mean you're you're a, in, a home stager. You're it, you build things. I build you, things all the time. I do construction. Paint, like and do all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so mean, I'm, very I'm talented. Very skilled with with that. But I'm automatically, as a woman, looked at as a non-skilled worker that shows up. Oh, sure. And in the you know at the beginning of the day, things are you know delegated out different projects, and usually the bigger projects that or tools, heavier mm-hmm. tools, saws and stuff that are being used are delegated to men. And I always just stand off and wait till everybody's left and I go straight to, to the foreman mm-hmm. and say, you know, I I do have skills if you'd like to, to put me in a different area other than painting. And a lot of times I get, you know, well, what kind of skills? <laughs> like, as if, you know... Like she, what I think is skillful. Yeah, she thinks she could do something. She can use a screwdriver. Yeah. Aww. Can you can you hammer a nail? Yeah. You can. I can. And uh, usually I have to explain myself, and you know, usually they're like, "Okay, we'll go join you know this group or whatever." And more times than not, by the end of the day, because I'm one of the few that actually stays throughout the entire day. Most people break off at lunch. Um. More times than not, I'm over the project mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, the most recent one I did, the guy that was heading up this particular project, we were building the forms for a sidewalk. Uh-huh. And you got um, the whole thing done that day, didn't you? Yeah, we yeah. did. And we had to build a bridge as well yeah. over a ditch. 
and um, he had to leave a few hours early and he came up to me and he said, I told all the guys that you're in charge. Nice. I was like, okay. Well, <laughs> so, and you, you handled it. And I, mean, I did. And the sure. funny thing, this is like my favorite story to tell. <laughs> At the end, we were putting all the tools up and I had gone to the trailer and put some stuff up and I came back around the back of the house and saw two guys struggling with the miter saw. It was on a stand, and they were trying to collapse it. And I just sat there and watched them for a few <laughs> minutes, you know, just try, struggling with this, trying to collapse it. And finally, I said, would you like me to help? And at first, they're like, no, we, we're going to get this. And they're looking underneath it and pushing whatever they can find to push, and it's still not working. So finally, very kind of... Mm, I don't know what the word is, but just like, okay, fine. Beaten down. Yeah. You try. Yeah. Yeah, let's see if you can do it. Let's see if you can do it kind of way. So, of course, one I said, well, one of you has to stay on one end of it because it does take two people. And so I got on the other end, and I looked underneath it, and I found the lever because there's always a lever. And (laughs) they were like, well, we pushed that. It's not doing anything. I said, well, pull up on it. So I pushed the lever and both of us pulled up on it and it collapsed right down. <laughs> I love it. And they just kind of looked at me <laughs> like, okay, let me go hide under a rock now. Nice. Like, you okay. know. So it's like, but I always have to prove myself. Well, I don't yes, automatically show problem. up to a site and somebody say, okay, you, yeah, you go do this project with yeah. these guys. Like that's no, never going to happen. have to prove ourselves. Have to prove myself every time. Um, and you know, and these things happen on you know a daily basis. Yeah. And it's um, I'm I'm proud that we're stepping up and we're speaking out. No, again. this is a different time. I feel yeah. I feel something in the air changing. I feel that we just won't put up with it anymore. No, we're done. We're and done. I even feel more empowered. Like when things like that happen to me on you know these sites. I say something now. I don't just let it go. Right. I don't just, you know, delete them or or take it for what it is and keep talking to them like, oh, well, they didn't mean it that way or no. this, that, and the other. I call them out now. Yeah, um, absolutely. And you should. Yeah. And, and we all should. And it's, it's important. And I feel like a change is going to happen. And it's, it's time for women to stop being in the background. Stop. Right. Because, I mean, who runs the world? Right. Men or women yeah. do actually, uh, but I'm quoting right uh, now, men Queen Bay, right sorry. now, <laughs> who runs the world? Girls, girls. <laughs> okay, okay. Please tell me the song. I know. The okay. Song. <laughs> I mean, you're supposed to follow me here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I lost you on that one. <sighs> one anyway. more time. Who runs the world? Girls. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, and I want to say, you know, Megan and I are not men bashers by any means. Oh, God, no. Um, That's not what this is about. To promote men in just a minute. Yeah, I mean, this is not what this is about at all. It's more about women should not put up with. No, it's empowerment in terms of, listen, men and women are different. Yes. We are fundamentally different, and we're supposed to be. Right. It doesn't mean that one sex gets to degrade the other one Mm -hmm. either direction right 
Right. Because it does happen the other way. It does happen the other way. You got... And I'm not, I mean, feminist, great. I am somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I am, I, I am I'm not, not on the high end no, of I'm not men hating. I'm not burning my bra and, yeah. and whatever because, I mean, honestly, a bra is actually more comfortable than <laughs> not having one. But there, there are gender roles, but they don't need to be so isolated. Defined. And yeah. Defined. That's perfect. Yeah. Yes. They, they don't have to be. We can, we can complement each other. Mm-hmm. If there's an open relationship and, mm-hmm. and a respect, a common respect between right. both. Right. There are strengths and weaknesses with both sexes. Right. Work together. That, mm-hmm. That's that's the whole idea. I mean, yeah. we, you know, we had Adam and Eve. I'm not going to get to religion, but, you know, they were two made to support one another. Right. So let's do that. Don't, don't suppress one right. or the other. Or put one in a box kind, or, as yeah. to this is what you and should be doing. This is the doing. only thing you can do. Right. You're, you're not good for anything else. Right. No. Yeah. Absolutely capable. Both are capable of many, many things. Right. And if they work together. Can accomplish. Uh, oh, my God. It's amazing un- things. Unstoppable. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, I will say the, 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 po- the male positive story I have is, so my wonderful bosses um, gave me their old treadmill yeah so which i was so psyched about yeah <laughs> like because the where i work it's like they i mean it's downtown birmingham it's a law firm and it's a three-story building and it's been in the in the so the lawyers are husband and wife right and it's been in the husband's family since like 1900 wow okay. yeah like so when yeah it is one of the older buildings it is one of the there. older buildings mm-hmm. and it's really cool mm-hmm. and it's got a spiral staircase in the middle and it's it's awesome i love working there but um, anyway, they live on the third floor of that building in like a loft, yeah. and it's so cool. And like meeting them and then seeing their residence, it's like super modern mm-hmm. and like totally twenty eighteen. Like it's just yeah. cool. I'm like, oh, yeah. y'all are this is yeah. kind of rad. Yeah. Like this is great. I love this decor. But the whole office itself is really cool. Well, they're getting rid of a bunch of stuff, and they've got this treadmill that they were. Like, we never use it. Yeah. <laughs> We're not getting on and it. And of all the people in the office, um, the one attorney, he came to me. And he was like, hey, listen, we're getting rid of all this stuff. Would you be interested? Because he knows that I run and I work out and I'm interested in that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, would you want the treadmill? Treadmills are freaking expensive. They are. Very expensive. So, being offered a free working treadmill, mm-hmm. it's like digital. And not yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, actually you plug to, it in and, yeah. like, program it or whatever. Yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. He's like, okay, you just have to figure out how to get it home. I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm work on that. So last night, my girlfriend came over with a big SUV. Mm-hmm. We went downtown and, you know, I'd seen the treadmill and it folds up and I was like, okay, I mean, it's kind of heavy, but I'm big and strong. Well, <laughs> which I'm neither. You're not. You're not <laughs> that's why strong. I laugh. Because you're not big and strong. Well, well maybe strong, strong. But I'm not big. <laughs> not big. Very petite. <laughs> well, not, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not that big. But anyway, so um, my friend also who came to get me, she was like, do you think we can lift this? I was like, yeah. Yeah, we totally can. Like, we got this. We got this. And she was like, okay, okay. let's go. She's like, well, my husband's at home. By the way, this is the same friend whose husband does all of my... Does, helps my, her with everything. My honeydew stuff. Yeah. So he was at home. So she came and got me. And we go and we get it. And we figure out how to get this thing out the front door. Luckily, my boss was kind enough to bring it from the third floor down to the lobby because they had gone out to dinner. Uh. 
So we just had to get in the front door and little entryway mm-hmm. and pull, pull it out. out. So we finally get it out the front door and I've got it leaning. It's got wheels, but I've got it leaning down on me mm-hmm. and I'm like bracing myself. Like Chris is like, you okay? I'm like, I got it. I got it. I got it. It's fine. It's totally fine. And these two men who are like in their fifties are walking down the sidewalk in like their full suit. And like where I work, it is like restaurants and bars and stuff. So mm-hmm. like the night scene is pretty happening. Right. So there's, there's constantly people walking by as we're like struggling to get this thing out the front door. <laughs> But a lot of them were, like, young in their 20s. And my friend Kristen said, she was like, "Um, I kept watching, like, looking at everybody walking by, and all the 20-somethings just would look and keep on walking. Yeah. And then both of us spotted these 50-year-old men or whatever come down the street in their suits. Yeah. And she and I looked at each other, and I was like, don't say anything. And she's like, okay. And they walked up, like, do you need help? Mm. And I said, no, we're Okay. And they're like, no, no, please let us help you. And I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> so if you had this. She and I both just like let go, like, all right, you got it. Yeah. And they lifted it and put it into the back of the SUV and got it in there or whatever. And it was just so funny because we knew the demographic. The 20-year-olds mm-hmm. were Weren't just walking be. right by, mm-hmm. not or 20-somethings, mm-hmm. like, oh, God, that looks heavy. Okay, keep on going and get a drink. Yeah. But these two gentlemen in suits did stop. So I'm, I'm giving a little props to, to men yep. here. And then we did have to call her husband once we got to my house. To, to like, come in yeah, and Yeah, you're going to have to come get this out of the car. But, you know, we've. I want to say something to that and with the 20-somethings not helping, I feel like that might be a little bit our fault. Well, not our fault. It's their parents' fault. Well, we talk, you know, so much about independence and we can do it and all of this, me too, you know, all of this movement stuff. And then when it comes to something like that, we expect them to all of a sudden help us. That's a good point, but there's also just, I mean, helping your fellow man. Well, yes. You should just be not, you see somebody struggling, you should should help. help. You should Right. But I don't want to say that it's, you know, it's kind of what they've grown up with is the the mother figure that's strong and independent and can do for herself and, you know... It, it's not. No, it's still not it. excusable. I, I just wanted to bring up that no, point no, that no, that no, might be the culture that they grew up in. Sure. With you but know. it's also the get a trophy just for showing up. And, yeah. Which I think yeah. that and Is millennials, that, I love you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that demographic that I've really kind of bashed y'all a lot, and I I really don't mean to, mm. but there is. I feel like our age now with young yeah. children. Yeah. Is are coming back around. Right. It was like we were raised, and then that the yeah. age group right like a decade above us. Yeah. Then did the overcompensating. Right. For the coddling. The of coddling. Everything. Constant yeah. coddling, and like yeah. you don't coddle your your children. No. I don't coddle mine. No. I mean, I love him, but I I push him and mm-hmm. expect things of him and. You know, when he whines and cries, I'm I'm not. Oh, what's wrong? No, yeah. I need to know what's wrong, what's going on, and then we will handle it appropriately. Mm-hmm. But you're not just going to get babied, right? Over anything. And he's a very independent child, right? I mean, yours, yeah. Or I mean, you've you got teach them to do things, yes, <laughs> and be how to act and self sufficient, yeah. 
I mean, he's got chores. He's got an allowance, and there's things that have to be done. And he didn't earn his allowance last week because mm-hmm. he didn't do what I asked him to do. Yeah. He did it all week long, mm-hmm. but by Sunday, he let go of things. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, a oh, you get partial allowance. No. Mm-hmm. It works by you complete it yeah. the entire time or you don't get it at all. Right. And when I said you didn't earn it, he accepted that. Yeah. Like, he wasn't going to argue with me. There right. was no temper tantrum. There was no whatever. He was like, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I understand. Anyway, so yeah. it, it's just, uh, it is generational. Right. And hopefully we're getting back to mm-hmm. getting kids to actually care about other human beings. Right, right. I just feel like it's kind of self-centered for some of the generations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it was like... Props to the men. Thank yeah. you. We, yeah. we could have done it. We both would have pulled our backs out. <laughs> uh, it would have been bad. Yeah. And uh, I wouldn't be standing here right now. I'd be laying on the sofa while we did the podcast. Eating <laughs> if they hadn't shown up. So. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Get this guy's back into episode three. Sometimes you need a man. man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you do. It's just the sheer, so, you know, you no know, matter how independent or strong or whatever, you know, yeah. we, that, that goes to what you said just a minute ago. Like we can help each other yes. and lift each other up and yes. do it, things, you know, both it's a are give needed. and take. Yeah. Both are needed both to need make, they have different strengths right. and different Values, and, values, yeah. and, and and can work together really well mm-hmm. if they work together, right? And don't degrade each other and stuff. So, yeah. um, we did want to talk uh, real quick. We got a um, review today, or just a, a I guess rating. a rating um, that was I thought was hilarious. Okay, Megan kind of got a little okay. fuming about. It. So, all right, here's the deal. So, what we have not really talked about is, you know, we always say, you know, go to our Facebook page and, you know, go on go Instagram, Instagram and, and do those things, and please. please do those things. But we've never really talked about like rating us yeah. or subscribing to us, which right. actually would be really beneficial and help right. us to right. reach more people. Right. So please rate us and and subscribe. subscribe. However. <laughs> so up until today, <laughs> we had a five-star rating, and we are trying to deduce what happened because now we're four point five, and we have only one more, only one person yeah. rated today, and gave us one star, star, but they didn't write a review. So I'm a little intrigued. So I'm going to read you our reviews, uh, for like a few of them, yeah. and then, well, I'm kind of blaming. Abigail. <laughs> She's Wait. shaking her head at me. I really think, and y'all let us know if you think I'm wrong. Um, this is somebody that she's dated. That had this to give is us definitely a, somebody that um, took offense to took something offense that to something, was said. Which many offensive things have been said about people that Abby's dated. So <laughs> it's entirely possible. But that since they didn't re- leave a review, we, you know, they are hiding. They're hiding. From, they so, are. which makes us think even more that it's oh, one yeah. of the guys that I've mentioned. Yeah. So, we could be wrong. Because there are a couple of them that are following us yeah. on Instagram but and hey, Facebook. We're, we're here to be honest, right? Yeah. Right. I so. mean, that's what this podcast okay, is about. Okay, so, so. so when we have five stars, here's here's one. Um, enjoyed listening and appreciate how real and honest they are. Can't wait to hear more. Great. Thank you. Next one. Feels like I'm hanging out with these girls on my back porch. Really enjoyable. Thank you again. Mm-hmm. These girls give an honest and fun look at 
single motherhood, dating, and life in general. Give them a listen. Wonderful. Such a great podcast. It feels like you were in the room chatting with the girls. Great information about relationships, dating, raising kids, and everything else we women experience in our lives today. <laughs> then the last one. Love this. From guard cats to retrieving <laughs> items from exes. These ladies are so fun to listen to. They provide very relatable, honest, and often hilarious views on a variety of interesting topics. Keep up the good work, ladies. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Yes, thank you. So much. That is wonderful. And and now we have this one and star. And we have one star that bumps us down to 4.5. I wish bothered me all I day. I wish y'all could have seen the text coming in. <laughs> On that one. And I was just cracking up because the first thing that came to mind was, it's a guy that I'm talking about for sure. Uh, Yes, I think that too. Yeah. So, but hey, we wouldn't have this podcast. Listen, listen. You're right. You're right. That's very true. Somebody is going to get offended by something that we say, and that's okay. Like I told you earlier, I said, you know, you you can't make it big without having haters. That's right. Haters going to hate. Yep. Haters going to hate. Cheers. Cheers to that. All right. Rate us. Review us. Go to Facebook. Go to Instagram. And we will talk to you soon. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Bye.